Hello there. Good morning. Good noon. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's Orlando here again, bringing you the new episode of Opera Wears. Long time no see, guys. My audience, since my opera is having a break for about the whole February, I just stay home for these days, enjoying my little break. Well, to be honest, initially I did plan to go to several concerts. Uh. An example will be Shows Tarkovich's Lady Macbeth of Mudsink by the BSO Boston Symphony Orchestra and Carnegie Hall, and some other stuff. But eventually, I went to none of them because what's better than staying home and watch some fun Spender's movie and just like give yourself a totally break time? So. I went to a musical last night. It is Jelly's last jam dress rehearsal. Since I participating in the externship of the NYC New York City Center right now, the tickets is for free. I'm not a musical enthusiastic. To be honest, I only went to a few musicals in my entire life. But Jelly's last jam is great. Even though I'm really. That not into musical. It is so good for me to explore more of my perspective, both as a student and an opera podcaster. What else did I do these days? Well, let me think. Okay, so just as every average opera lover, I also enjoy instru- instrumental concerts. So. Today there was something interesting happen. I skipped my actorship, and I woke up at five, went to Carnegie at six a.m. six in the morning, tried to get a rush ticket for tonight's Rain Chalem playing Chopin. Hmm, one of the Rain Chalem is one of the starring young pianists of the day. Also. Today is his Carnegie Hall debut, which is a really large thing, and there's something happened. So there's some fight between the people on the line and scalpers, and they called the NYPD, and they came. It's just, it's just some like negotiation happened, and new scalper cut in front of the line. So. Unfortunately, even though I woke up at a really early time and I tried, I stand in the cold New York air for like five hours. If you include the time I spend on subway, because I cannot find a seat on subway, that would be six hours. My feet is just like frozen after all of that. But I didn't get the ticket. But again, whatever. I do have a positive mindset. My conclusion is, deal with whatever situation you are in, because the most important thing for a loving human is to be happy. I'll just wait till April this year, which is just two months later, for the recording of Lim Plain Chopin out, and I'll just yeah, stay home and listen to the recording. Well, compared to like. Live performance recording is just so so, but enjoy what you have. Okay, time for my dry transaction to our theme today. Mass twenty twenty four to twenty twenty five season program is out. I actually got some 
prior information often. My friend received the annual book yesterday, and she's like, "Mm mm, I'm going to find Peter Gab." I was like, "Please calm down. He's probably stronger than what you think because I think he's prepared for people like you to fight him." But she doesn't reveal more detail than, "Oh my God, new productions! Oh my God, random unknown singers!" And she's so upset by the program yesterday that causes the only hope of her life became Yuan Chengwen, and now she's alive again because of Lim Xiaopeng. While incredible, Lim saved another human. Well, today when I was looking at the program for the match. It is actually way more better than what I was expected. Maybe because I literally have no expectation of Peter Gab and 2024 Met Opera. To be honest, I'm pretty satisfied with the operas they choose. It include both classical and starring new productions. For example, Grounded, which is which will be the opening opera for. Twenty-four to twenty-five season. I just don't understand why they played Lobo M for four or more consecutive seasons. I mean, I'm not too sure if it is more or like less. It's just like, unfortunately, as a normal student without any superpower, I cannot remember the exact opera they pay the they played every season. But okay, fine. Uh, it's just I might not be interested in going to Lobo M for like. Five seasons in a row. I don't know. So, one thing that interests me particularly is the amount of opera they played every season. So, from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two season, which is right after the pandemic, if I remember correctly, Matt put up twenty one operas, and in twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three, they put up twenty three operas, and that will be the High for the whole five-year range, or four-year range. Actually, a fun fact: my first opera happened to be in 2023 during the 22 to 23 season. And guess what? Is a new production of the time is Champion. I still don't get why Champion got the Grammar Award for like as. Opera recording, but like, okay, fine. I never trust like this pop award for classical music nor opera, but fine because there isn't anything wrong with introducing opera to more and、um, broader audience. I mean, it is a way to, for you to gain audience. So okay, and、um, for the next season, which is the twenty-four to twenty-five season, we have the. Same amount of operas playing eighteen, okay. As long as the amount is not decreasing every year, I can deal with it. I'm fine with it as an audience. Now I'm going to judge these works one by one. Feel free to skip around if there's a specific work that you are looking for or you are wondering. It is. In the order of new production to repertory and works inside of each genre are in alphabetical order from A to what's the last alphabet? Z. Yeah. Okay. 
Wait, anyone noticed that the sound quality of this podcast actually increased? I got a microphone for like three dollars, but I ship it all the way from China to here, so it takes me like two months. Whatever. Does it sound better or like it sounds even worse? Feel free to send me your opinions on the sound quality, and I'll truly appreciate that. Oh yeah, let's just first start with where these are either. Well, that will serve for the Mad's New Year Eve. But when I was looking at the description, clearly it is a new production. But the only thing appear to be different is they use projection and animation. I'm kind of curious, like how much of changes will they make about it? So, aren't it just a different staging? But I'm excited for Angel Blue to sing Aida, and the conductor, of course, since it is New Year's Eve. It is definitely our Metropolitan Opera's music director, Yannick. To be honest, Yannick is average. Let me say it in a very polite way. Credit for my friend. He said. We are in the air where conductors are declining. Well, interesting. The other differences I see is that they shorten the opera into three hours and ten minutes with only one intermission. But still, it will be great to see a new production of Aida if only if uh they didn't do something weird. Okay, moving on. The next opera. The second opera, the second new production, is Anadamar, or like I Anadamar. I'm not too sure about how to pronounce this. So the thing I am curious about is what language will this opera be in, because clearly the main character is a Catalan. So will they speak Catalan? Will they use Catalan for this opera? I don't know. But the story seems to be very complex with a lot of plots, and Angel Blue is in this opera again. Well, interesting, and I see a lot of elements in this opera. Looking forward to see it. It'll be interesting. The third new production, Antony and Cleopatra. It is John Adams' new stuff. Oh, we're really. Get a lot of new productions slash new operas this year. Ah,、uh, this opera is from Shakespeare's work, which I feel great to see it. And John Adams is conducting himself. Wow, great! This man is like seventy-eight next year. Hmm, and he can still stand up and conduct. Wow, great! And Julia Bullock is also back. Well, to be honest, the cast is like the singers is like mid average, but since it is a new production, I'll be great to see it. Moving on, the sec, the another new production, Grounded. I first knew it through New York Times. Yes, Jackery Wolfe again from his article. So Emily D'Angelo attracts me. And also the thing, the story is very interesting. I see the elements for 
a new story. So, and also it will serve as the opening for the 24 to 25 season, which is kind of important. So I am just curious about how the man will do it. And we'll see. The next one, Salome, yay! An all-time classic. Everyone's favorite, Richard Strauss, yay! Haven't seen it for years. I mean, the conductor is Yannick again. Mm. For the singers, I do understand we have to give new singers some opportunity, but this season in Requiem, the yawn is just so so. So I'm curious about how she will handle this role in Salome. Hmm, interesting. And especially they put out Salome as a new production. Uh, I'm not too sure about how they will do it, but okay, I guess. You can try it. The last new production, Moby Dick. Well, I'm afraid to say the second word out. I don't want this to be a restricted podcast. I like that Mount Walking, but only the little part. Jack Cagey, mm, fine. Let's see what you'll do. I don't actually understand the name of the opera. What does Moby Dick mean? I don't know. But from the picture, seems like we are on a ship, and one of the characters' name is Starbucks. I mean, Starbucks need copyright, and I do realize that for now they use the same cast for every for all performances. That will actually be a great thing because they got more time to be together. They have more tacit understanding of each other. Okay, great. Now we are back to repertories. The first one, Ibabedi Seviglia. Excuse my Italian pronunciation. I'm really sorry. It's just the barber of Seviglia.、Mm, this is definitely the one that I'm looking forward to the most. I really can't decide Isabel Leonard or. A, a eagle actually, maybe I'll go both. I don't know. Moving on, another repertory. I mean, from now on, they are all repertory. Lobo M. The only reason for me to go is to prove myself that there's no change in those four consecutive seasons. I don't really understand why this has been played over and over. Maybe to save budget. Um, maybe. To provide the stage for singers to debut, I don't know, but I don't know. The next one, Las Condes de Hoffman, the story of Hoffman. I love Hoffman's work. I love Offbox, Offrita, and this is his last and only opera. Good, good, good. I like Marco Armiliato's conducting style. Uh, pretty. Yang Day, her voice is a little bit loose for me, but we'll see how she do.、Mm, the next one, the magic flu. We just don't talk about the magic flu. The reason why I kind of have some sort of bias for the magic flu because it is the opera where parents bring kissing and they take picture of themselves with the magic pendant on the opera chandelier. 
and that's all for the magic flute because it is the holiday presentation. We don't have more expectation of it. We just don't. The next one, La Noche de Figaro. Oh yeah, it's Mozart's most famous work. I mean, besides the magic flute, another woman conductor. A lot of new artists in this opera again. Um,、uh, that became a place for new artists right now. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. The next one, the Queen of Spaces. Oh yeah, my man Tchaikovsky. That's what I like about this season. The word choice is really amazing. Everyone is playing all days. I mean, to be honest, Russian is a hard language to study or to sing. So I'm curious about the dialogue advisor. I think there will be a lot of work to do for them. I love Tchaikovsky. Please do listen to Tchaikovsky's Symphony Number、no. Four. It is the most underrated Tchaikovsky symphony work. Personally, saying my favorite Tchaikovsky work is Symphony Number、no. One. And for the opera, I kind of want to see Eugene Onjen for the season after the next season. Moving on, we have Ligoletto. So Nadine's here. Rod debuted as Glenda in 2015. Okay, great. It is the work I was expecting because it's a British work and it is a very classical opera. Nothing more I can actually talk about. But when I was looking at the description, the stage director is Bartler Shear. According to my understanding, he's the director of 2021's New Year A version of Ligolito. I guess they will do the 2021 version. I am looking forward to see it. The next one, Tosca, Shane John is conducting again. I think this will be better than Madame Butterfly for her, since Madame Butterfly was her mad debut, and this season is. Her first time working at the Metropolitan Opera, so next season she will basically have more experience than this. Even though she conducts China Opera House before in a really young age, but later she turns into orchestra work more. So I don't know, but I'm looking forward to see her. The thing about Tosca next season is that you have to spend double money on Tosca because Shoujun Beck and Lisa Davidson. The two singers that I am mostly looking forward to see, one plays in September and October, one plays in November. So if you want to see both of them, you have to pay double money. You have to visit an opera twice. So my friend went to the dress rehearsal for La Fluza di Desiano today, and she said Lisa Davidson is amazing. So I'm really excited to see her play Tosca. The second to last one, Italovatore. Excuse my Italian pronunciation again. I mean, it is Verdi's work again. So the conductor is Daniele Calagari. Well, he's Italian, and he conducts Nabucco for this season. And I think his conducting is pretty good. And There is definitely nothing wrong with an Italian conductor conducting an Italian work. Great. 
and Angela Day is there for November and December. Cannot wait to see her. And I also noticed that Ryan Spielgren appears in a lot of work in these two seasons. I see him a lot. Okay, time for our last work. The Zobe flu. Oh, I mean, it's just the magic flu. I said no magic flu before, but apparently, I mean, just five minutes ago. But apparently, this is the 140 minutes full version of the magic flu. Yes, the German pronunciation. Oh,、uh, Catherine Luwak plays the Queen of Night every year. Well, I see the expertly. I guess, according to Wikipedia, everyone's favorite source, she is holding the record for most performances in the role at the Met Opera. To be honest, her singing is、uh, pretty average, but. Since she played the role probably more than a hundred times, not no one is actually better than her because there's nothing wrong for you to choose her, and that's probably all of my judgments and prediction of the Mad Opera's twenty-four to twenty-five season. Uh, I might be wrong because there are at least seven months till the start of the twenty-four to twenty-five season. Hmm. Don't quote me on anything I said today. It is just if you're buying the ticket, if you're subscribing to the Met Opera right now. I hope I can provide some valuable voices for you. And if you have any opposite perspective on anything I said, feel free to like correct me or like say something back to me through email. So, like before, if you have any question, comments, or just want to say something to me, please just email me. My email is alindatown@gmail.com. It is a u l i n d a t a n g at gmail.com. If you don't have any question, then see you in my next episode. It will definitely be about the floor. Zadi Destiano, yay, ready, yay. Okay, if you didn't leave right now, I forgot to say something at the beginning of this episode. So I was reading, actually reading two books about opera these days. I mean, one is not that about opera. During these one month break, I finished Philip Glass' autobiography. Words without music, and I am currently reading the romance, my life with Wagner. Both of them are really great books that I do want to recommend. If you have free time and some like desire to read, please do read it. It is really great works, and especially. Dilemmas, my life with Wagner. It did help me with my understanding of Wagner's work and provides a clear timeline for the historical events. It is kind of like an encyclopedia for Wagner. You really got to know everything, every single history events about Wagner. If you have time, please just read it. Alright, I finished everything that I want to say. So thank you so much for supporting me to listen to this podcast, and see you in my next episode. I will be back to my one episode per week schedule.
Yay. Bye, everyone. Have a nice day.